0: Good evening, gentlemen. We're starting a new perech in the morning of Uchem. Mem Zayin. It's, it's a fairly short parak. We should finish it tonight. And we're going to discuss a few more items that are, are what senses we describe as as. So the Rambam tells us in the beginning here we said this many times already, if you go back to chapter 26 and 46, the Rambam discussed, for example, why does the Torah not mention that God eats? Okay, while on the other hand, it talks that God moves. And he said this many times already, even if we're going to use uh, these uh, corporeal terms as a metaphor, We're not gonna use metaphors that the world would perceive as a deficiency and associate with God. We're only gonna use metaphors that people would consider are good things, are wholesome things. So movement is not considered a negative thing. You can move around, that's good. On the other hand, eating, that is like, whoa, if you gotta eat, that means you're hungry. That means you can't sustain yourself. So that would be a negative. So we've mentioned many times anything that the masses would perceive as a deficiency, or oh, she or just impossible to use it to describe Hashem. The prophets will never use such terms as metaphors. asher even though it's possible to use terms that we use to describe Hashem, but, When we do use certain terms to explain Hashem, we only use it when there's a certain degree of perfection. Or it could appear to be like that. Based on this uh, point, foundation, So now we're trying to explain why, of course, we would use terms like listening and as well seeing and smell. But the question is, but why not? Why don't we use the terms of tasting and feeling because they also have a certain um, positivity. Why? Because it's the five senses.
1: So okay.
0: That's that about eat. eating. Taste. Taste is not eating. Okay? That's the point. And <laughs> If we're going to want to associate God with the senses, well, all five senses are the same. Okay. Vikol ha magras me bakines And uh these uh these terms, you know, these sensory ones would be deficient normally because it's corporality. But but even for people who we can't who can't understand without that, name Shaheim Misvarshim still in other words what he's saying is like this these really aren't great terms for Hashem because they have a lot of negative to it but still people think it's a good thing and what basically the Ramam is going to discuss is why if we have five senses and everybody thinks that having senses is good okay, it's a good thing to have senses but really it's not good for Hashem in the real real truth these are not good things But people perceive it as good. So the bottom line is going to ask, so how come we only see Hashem being uh, described with three of the senses and not the other two? Why hearing, seeing, smelling? But on the other hand, tasting and feeling not. That's the basic question the Rambam is going to be asking. And he understands that really, truly, these are not things that God should be associated with if you're a smart person. Why? Because shame mispalim. First of all, they are um, uh, passive things. And also, umishrashbim, and they're affected. In other words, they get affected by something else, and God cannot be affected by anything else. In other words, what do you mean? God needs a a noise, and then he has to be able to hear it. He's affected. Our senses are all affected. They're also mispalim. They are interrupted or they're intermittent. You're not always using them. And sometimes um, they can get sick and they don't work. Like other body parts. In other words, he is saying that really, 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 like everything else, Hashem should not be described with these terms. But we already told in the last section that we're going to use the, any term that to help people understand Hashem. and But we'll only use terms that are good terms. Okay People would look at them As a good thing Okay And things that are not A good thing We wouldn't associate it Even with Hashem So five senses Is five senses And they're all good If people think They're good Then they're good So why are we With Hashem Only using three And not the other two That's the basic question But it takes them A long time To get around to Expressing it In full detail Yeah yeah, right, we're going to get to that. Yeah. So right. okay. so what's the question? So, so what's the same thing as looking and seeing, looking and hearing, uh, uh, looking he and hearing? Smells he smells it. He made, smells it. Does he? Well, no, obviously he's not smelling it. So how can we say it's a satisfying aroma for him? This satisfying to Hashem. Again, it would appear to us if we smell it, it's satisfying. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. Let's wait till we get to it. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's just leave it. Let's put it to the side. It's a good question. Let's put it to the side. There's really a question we have to ask before that. Okay, let's just put that to the side right now. We're going to get to it later. We're going to get to it later. So just be patient. Okay. In the Rambam, the Indian and Ram Roa. So let's say we say Hashem sees. We already know what that means. He's aware of things that other people can see. He doesn't have to look at it. He's mentally aware. So when we say seeing, something that I see, even though for the the, the masses, they're going to think Hashem sees, but it really means, we know what does it really mean? He's aware. So that's fine. So therefore, what does Hashem hear? Masig He's aware of things that people hear. He's aware. Ka so. So we should say the same thing. Bitam for taste and touch. masig he can say he's aware of things have a certain taste, even though he doesn't taste it, and he's aware that things have can be touched. So he doesn't need to touch. He doesn't need to taste the same way we're saying other things. He's aware. He's aware that it has a pleasant taste. Okay? doesn't mean he has to taste it. He's aware that it has a certain texture, not that he has to touch it. because the bottom line it's all the same it's an awareness so if it's an awareness for some it should be an awareness for all and if we're going to say no and if we're going to say no we can't associate one of them with Hashem then we should knock them all out they're five cents. If we want to say it's a diminution of Hashem If anyone is, then they all are. And if we're obligated to use one of the senses, we should use all five. For example, now they could look at the source sheet, looking at source number one, where we talk about before the Mabel. It says, It says, Hashem saw that the evil was bad. So what does it mean? Vayar? It means Hashem was aware. It means he was aware. Vayishma Hashem. Source number two. The people were complaining, and Hashem heard what happened of their complaints. It means he was aware of what they were complaining. Vayirach Hashem, and Hashem smelled. That's source number three. The Corbin of Noah. Hashem smelled it. Okay. But, but we don't say we have nowhere where it says Hashem tasted and nowhere does it say that Hashem touched. So now he wants to know why we don't know. Do a sense is a sense is a sense. Either they all are yes or they're all no. We can we can apply whatever metaphor it's for and we explain it in, a, in the true way with Hashem. So just like you can be aware of what's seen, and aware of what's heard, and aware of what's smelt. You can be aware of what is tasted, and aware of what is felt.
1: So you can have that awareness,
0: that's all. But they are different. The touch and uh, taste require physical contact. Ah, Very you good. got one of the answers. Well, Very well, nice. Well, uh, uh, bing, 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 bing. Okay, excellent. So he's going to give two answers, and Markoleti has got one of them. The Hatam Lakach, and the reason we make this distinction, Mashikfar Hunakh B'Dimyon, that which is uh, established through imagination, meaning to say, Kol Adam Sheein Hashem Nifgash Imagufas Kemitgash Guf B'Guf Sheharei Einon Roin Oso. So all the ones where Hashem is not touching another being, then that's okay. But Halolo, but these others twos, Klomer Hatamva Mishush, taste and touch, ain't Kushasam Nisagas kiim ayede maga. That can only happen through touching, and that is for sure corporeal you can even even a, even a, a regular mass person will say well the only way you could taste is putting your tongue on something okay the only way you could feel something is by feeling but you can see without touching you could hear without touching you could smell without touching so that is can be done without any touching so since we done without any touching we don't we're not forced to have any type of real okay. physical application but t- taste and, uh, what do you call touch, feel, is definitely something that is corporeal and that cannot be used. It's interesting, if you really think about it, how the senses, each sense, is more thorough than the others. For example, we, go, we can go up, up or down the ladder. Sight is like forever. You could see from, my, you could see the stars. Right, so that's a very powerful um, thing. Listening, you could hear things for miles, okay? You could hear thunder from very far away. Uh, Smelling things, you can smell things, but that has to be a lot closer. Ah, but taste and touch cannot happen unless there's no space at all in between. (laughs) So therefore, that's why that's an out on that. Okay, yeah, So he said that right. So therefore, But the sense of sight, hearing, and smelling, they can be comprehended. even these things are very far away. Even the masses can understand that. The masses won't make the mistake and think Hashem's really corporeal because they could figure, okay, something that is not touchable uh, could maybe hear, could maybe listen, but it can't taste. All right, so that was the easy one, out. So that is out, all right? The second answer is also a pretty logical answer. If we're talking about being aware of things, how many senses do you need in order to be aware? Two. What are the two? That's it. Do you need anything else to be aware? No. I mean, do you really need to taste something to be aware of it? No. Like Helen Keller wasn't aware. To touch things? Helen Keller wasn't aware? Well, she didn't have see or hearing. Well she, well, she was very compromised in what she I could mean, be aware of. But but guess what? That's Helen Keller, but God is not uh, disabled. You could say smell in the sense that smell, you could be aware there's a fire or something like that because we're covering rocks. But you can see the fire. You can can see the fire. you, You can't see it, you can't feel it, you can only smell it. That's the reason they make it smell like that. You can be aware there's a only because of Okay, but what would Hashem need? I understand. But in terms of what the Torah is involved in, Hashem yeah. has to see what we do and all these things. So Hashem either, either He either sees them or he hears them. That that are the two main awarenesses that pertain to free will choice and things like that. So we'll, we'll see. But anyway, he says, Why do we use these? Uh, borrowed terms of these senses is for him to be aware of what we do so therefore hearing and seeing speaking it's enough Hashem can be aware of what other people do by hearing and seeing that does it uh, what does that mean That's done in the world of uh, someone says it, okay. To be said when you're upset and giving warnings as rebukes, okay. As we'll see in a minute what he means. But what's clear is you don't need touch and you don't need taste to be aware of what's going on. And now we're going to see what it says in Pirkei Avos, okay. Yomaroso, and/or it, it can be applied, as it said in words of rebuke in Avos, that says, "Da know what is above you." So, what is above you? Eye in roer, an eye that sees; and shomas, and an ear that listens. Okay, the third one doesn't matter; it's going to be judged at the end. But we see those two said. Now, what is really interesting? The eye and the ear. The eye is, Hashem sees, so to speak, he's aware of our overt actions. Hashem sees you went and punched someone in the nose. He sees it. He's aware of that which is overt. But on the other hand, things that are covert, like feelings, so we use, uh, he hears. He's aware, because there's nothing that happened, but it like, so to speak, he hears what's in your mind. These are thoughts right, that he hears our thoughts, okay, so although it's same awareness, just explain why we use two different ones, You could just say he sees, wouldn't that be enough, no, because seeing was something where there's an action that happened. something we see, Hashem's aware of, uh, some things that even we can't hear, thoughts, Hashem can't hear them. How do you know what's on someone's thoughts? You don't. Why? Because you can't hear what the guy's thinking. But Hashem can. And that's the awareness of that which is covert. Just like if you're behind a wall and someone talks, you can hear it, although you can't see what's going on. Well, that's wonderful. What about a person who talks to himself in his brain? We can't hear it, but Hashem can hear that. I mean, he's aware of the thoughts. That's why we have to have two words for awareness because there's two different types of awarenesses for Hashem, but what you're gonna notice, he skips smell completely, we're gonna to get to that, but it doesn't mention at all, it's gonna go now to the other two senses, and that's something the commentaries discuss, yeah? And I was gonna mention about smell, I thought smell was supposed to be the highest level, that when somebody's unconscious, that's what they used to bring them back, the, you know, smelling salts, or that- Okay, but that's not Or unconscious. the court, or the that the uh, contort is the highest level, it's, it's, it's irreplaceable, like you know the, the, for a human being those are very subtle it's for a human being it's a more it's a more subtle but for Hashem it's not as effective so to speak as being aware through seeing that so you gotta know from whose perspective Want well, to say from a person it's a more ethereal yeah. type of reality it's more spiritual but that's because the person is grossly physical mm-hmm. Hashem is who is for sure spiritual so what does he need such a low level for that okay On the other hand and you know, it's all one same idea, okay? So just for the same reason, we would want to discourage and and say that's a negative if Hashem could feel and taste again he goes back and repeats we should say Hashem doesn't see it He doesn't hear because if you want to go with the real thing it's it's not at all these are all physical uh, realities and they're affected and they change but some of them we could tell their deficiency some we think that they are uh, more complete Okay, such as so now he's, he's slipping in a third thing we didn't talk about taste we didn't talk about touch but there's another thing how about imagination do we ever have an idea that Hashem imagines do we ever say Hashem imagines so that would be a negative according to the Rambam and the Aristotelian group they would think imagination is a negative. You know why? It's not real. As we'll explain in a minute. So that's what he's throwing in over here. So my It's recognizable there's a deficiency for imagination. Okay. But the cares but there's no recognition of deficiency of thought and reflection. For Hashem to think about something, that's not a negative. Okay? To, to reflect on it, that's not a negative. But to imagine, that's a negative. Okay? And therefore, we don't have any ideas of imagination that are there. But for Hushalo, but we use it as a metaphor for machshava and Tvuna, for thinking and, um, what do you call it, um, and and reasoning and things like that Shahem it's funny words over here which means um um what do you call it reflection and understanding and look at the Pesuket it gives that's source number five okay no is that the one no no that's not the one. It here. One second, which one is Kish Hashem? 20 is Yermiyo Memtes Yeah. Number five. Listen to the Vais of Hashem. Asher Yatz El Adam that he advised Adam Makshov. Asher Khosha V Yosh Vetaman. What Hashem thought about the Yosh Vaitaman? So he thinking about something isn't a negative. And also, Ubitfuna so not And the heavens were stretched out with Hashem's Tfuna, understanding. That's also a good thing. But imagination is not a good thing. Okay, so therefore, what we're really discussing is just like there's positive ways of understanding external types of behaviors and negative ways, so there's positive internal processes and negative internal processes. So just like the first answer said that hearing, speaking, and um, no, no, seeing, hearing, and smelling are positive things. We gave one, you know, but you could say that that the, that the eating and the touching is very, very physical. Similar, we could say thinking, understanding, and that kind of stuff is a positive thing with Hashem. But imagining is not a positive thing with Hashem. Now, the reason why Aristotelians and the Rambam agreed to them is that imagination is not good because imagination can fall into the direction of conjuring up false realities Such as imagining a fire-breathing dragon Now that that doesn't exist But your imagination can think that God exists. That's not logical says Bach okay thinking unless you're a shaita, but we're, not, we're talking about a, 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 a person who knows how to think normally. Thinking normally, you're going to think only truisms. We're not talking about liars here, but a person can can be the most honest person in the world, and he could imagine there's a dragon, can imagine there's fire, there's he's a fire-breathing dragon. Okay, now that's false, right? Now, although sometimes imaginations could be beneficial, as I said a couple days ago, the P.S. says you got to imagine that God is an old rabbi, uh, and, you know, for just so a moment, your just a moment, man. temporarily. But even so, maybe that's okay. But on the other hand, but it's really still not true. So that's why Raman does not like this idea of imagination. He uh, make an architect, imagine and then brings it into reality. No, he's thinking. He's not imagining. So that's kind of my segue. He's saying he's saying this is what realities are, and we can make true realities from it. You know, but it's it's really based on what's it there. when he first thinks about it, but no, know, but you I, but you know this guy, but it's all based on, on ideas that he has. Thinking of potential realities here. You know, there there are real things. You're imagining. We know there's different ways to make a room. But I mean, invent, a style. Inventors, you know, imagine something and then and then made it real. Okay, fine, but okay. But in general... Hypotheses and, try and first of all, you fail yeah. many times. Yeah, of of and God should not be failing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I can see why it's limited. We will see. Let's just finish up here. Uh, so that's what it is with internal comprehensions. Just like external sensory. Some sensory are used as a metaphor and some aren't. That's as we've gone always back to the default. That's the way people speak. Whatever is considered a positive, we'll describe Hashem that way. And if he could tell it's a deficiency, we don't describe that way. But truly, he has no picture at all. No, it's except that it comes from his essence, which is clear. Now, there's two quick things I want to discuss, and that is number one, what happened to the smell? So the abarbanel says, what happened to the smell? He says, In I don't know why the Ram doesn't mention it, but we can tell you why smell is used by Hashem. Because what does it mean when the Torah says Hashem smells? Means Hashem is accepting his offering. Right. That right. means, and and God can accept things. You want to give God a gift. Is He happy with it? Sure. Or not? Mm-hmm. So, if we want to use the expression that it's it's the smell was pleasing, it means to say yeah. that Hashem accepts what you're doing in this part of service to Hashem, right? And therefore, that's acceptance. So Hashem's aware that you did it and to show you that he is accepting it and hashem can accept something there's nothing wrong with you do behaviors hashem likes the you know he accepts the behavior doesn't accept the behavior doesn't explain why the rambam didn't mention it but that would be an answer there's one other brief problem that we'll mention it says hashem doesn't imagine things well he doesn't imagine things Then maybe you'd like to explain source seven and eight where Hashem swears through the prophet isn't it the way I thought that's the way it was or source 8 just as I imagine to do I will do so we see Hashem imagines so the answer to that question is that this is really what the Navi is saying on himself Hashem is saying it through the Navi that the Navi is imagining The is saying I imagined it would be this way it's not a Shem imagining so that's what we get out of that on your own time since it's after 10 o'clock you can look at this little article by Aaron Hughes the texture of the divine and he kind of speaks out these both sides over here why they did not like to have imagination but what the benefit of imagination is why in general the medieval philosophers thought imagination was a negative thing. There is certain positives, but clearly they look at it mostly as negative and not a, a, a attributed to Hashem. okay next week we start chapter 48 and we get into Targum unculus when it talks about Hashem seeing and hearing we alluded to this many many weeks ago and this is going to be the main topic when we look at Targum, how he describes Hashem seeing and listening. All right. We're rolling along, guys. We will finish this. Mark, what? Mark.